Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Blake Froling. Welcome, everyone, to Bishop Foley Catholic High School. The Ventures aren't playing today, but the Loyola Bulldogs are. This is their home field this year as they host the Rivalist Eagles here today on a fine Saturday night for some Catholic High School League football. Still week five of six here in the fine slate of football we've had for you Yesterday, we had a clinching game in the Prep Bowl. Loyola has already clinched their berth in the big game. versus Catholic Central next week at 4 o'clock. We can talk about that a little bit later on in the call here today. But you look at what this Loyola team has put together. They're 4-0 to begin this regular season. That includes a forfeit win last week against UD Judge. But we were really intrigued to see that matchup because we thought it would have been a pretty good one in the little Jesuit versus Jesuit battle that was going to happen. Overall, UD losing last night in their return from the COVID protocol. But today, like we kind of talked about on Dial the Detroit just before we hopped on the air here, as Blake Froling joins us as well, this Romulus Eagles team, 2-2, two and two, maybe the record doesn't tell the story. There's a lot of athletes on this team, and whenever you you know, take athletes from a basketball squad that Romulus has, which is always perennially very good. You can't argue with that, right? That's right. They've got a bunch of dudes, and <laughs> it's up to Romulus's coaching staff to turn them into football players. And, of course, having a shortened offseason, I think, kind of hurt that progress, and which is why you might see that 2-2 two and two record. But as we saw last night, teams are getting more reps, and they're really starting to show their true potential and this could be possibly a breakout game for Romulus and their stiffest test of the season possibly against a very stout Loyola team. All their games have been very close. Have the Eagles, they won 18-16 to in Week 1 versus Dearborn Heights, Annapolis, then lost versus Garden City by three points, lost to Melvindale by six points. That was in overtime. And then to Dearborn Heights, Robichon, it was a 26-16 to win. In terms of what they have, they definitely have some raw talent. They have some guys that have never played football before, but 
Some of those guys have transitioned pretty well. You look to number 12, Xavier Tomlinson. He's the guy who's been taking snaps at quarterback. They like him a little bit more at the wide receiver position, but that just shows you how key an addition like him and two or three or four of the other athlete-type guys have been. Well, when we were talking to Coach Cersei for Romulus, he said the reason they wanted uh, Thomason to go from quarterback to receivers because they have so many explosive athletes. He needs to be on the field all the time, and Antonio Gregory, the other quarterback, needs to be on the field all the time. So that's really a connection quarterback to receiver that we haven't seen all season yet. So it'll be interesting to see what that chemistry is like early on, how they get the ball to Thomason in new ways, and how Loyola can try to stop it. And we'll talk a little bit more about personnel later because there's certainly some personnel that we need to talk about in terms of the Loyola Bulldogs. But just from a pure scheme standpoint, these two teams will be similar. And in terms of the Bulldogs, this is a brand-new look for them. I mean, John Callahan in a couple stops at Loyola was all about the run and the run and the run. The new regime is all about the pass, and it's worked so far. Over 1,000 yards passing in four games, pretty remarkable. It's really remarkable. Averaging 30 points a game, Coach Kevin Rogers calls it a hybrid air raid offense. They throw the ball about 57% of the time, so they do mix in a little bit of the run, but Coach Rogers said Anthony Garrett is such a weapon with the ball, you have to utilize him in so many different ways. He said last year, working in that offense Garrett was kind of like a NASCAR driver who had a a neon back home I mean that's just cruel to do to someone with Garrett's talent so he is going to be one of the more electrifying players we'll see all season take a peek at our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard some final scores rolling in from today we have another big game that we're watching later today as well it's Everest and Shrine that will kick at the same time as this one at seven o'clock that's going to determine the other spot in that prep bowl on Saturday next week as well. The 1 o'clock game, the 4 o'clock game is Loyola and Catholic Central, and more than likely that is the game we will carry here on the Patriot as well with an additional Friday game that Blake will be on the call with me to be TBA, and that is it's kind of been week to week just trying to figure out who's actually playing because <laughs> that's been an issue more than ever before. <laughs> it's, I don't think anybody, sometimes the teams don't know when they're playing, who they're playing, where they're playing. So we'll take a look at that uh, scoreboard, some finals from yesterday, some finals from today, and some finals outside of the Catholic League as well. Then take a look at this week in high school sports with John Johnson from the MHSA. That more along with Blake's keys to the game is coming up next right here in your pregame show on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Chris Sabonic, broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending, here with a special offer for our veterans. From now through Veterans Day, we're offering a half-point discount on all VA streamlined refinance loans. Rates for these refinances are in the low 2%. These streamlines are super fast. We close them on average in under one week without an appraisal, and we don't need income or asset documentation. Give us a call today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu. 
and find out what the Sienna Effect can do for you. Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Time to take a look at some out-of-town scores. Brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union is always here today. Lutheran North got a big win over Adrian yesterday. That's an Adrian squad now 0-4, but the Mustang improving to 3-2 overall with a 21-6 win. Brother Rice improving to 4-1 with the lone loss. I guess it mattered keeping them out of the prep bowl. They beat Lapeer 42-7 handily. That's kind of a surprise given how good Lapeer has been. Not surprised that they won, but just surprised by the spread. Cranbrook dropped a game to Divine Child. They're now 0-3. Divine Child getting their first win. It's 42-17, the final score on that one. Tight game that aired on Fox Sports Detroit is the game of the week in the MHSAA. It was a 21-3 victory for Catholic Central over UD Jesuits. Several missed opportunities for UD and a good win for Catholic Central to remain undefeated. They're 5-0 now. De La Salle getting a much, much needed win over Harper Woods, who's now 1-4. That's a talented team that's 1-4. Look out at they, whoever they match up with in the state playoffs. LaSalle winning 29-8. Cabrini getting a much-needed win as well, going to 2-3 with a 29-0 win over in our Lady of the Lakes team that's dropped two forfeits so far this game because of this season because of COVID. Out of league score, Livonia Stevenson falling till at Churchill Little Livonia versus Livonia matchup 24-20 as Churchill advances to 4-1 on the season. Carson City Crystal took on Liggett at 2. Have not seen a final score for that one quite yet. Liggett and Carson City Crystal hasn't gotten a whole lot of games in thus far. Parkway Christian able to defeat Cardinal Mooney here today, 48-28. Told you about Everest and Shrine. Those are also two undefeated teams. Both Riverview, Gabriel Richard, and Bishop Foley came into last night's matchup versus each other 4-0 it was Richard coming out handily in that one in the end and actually Blake is going to catch up with Tom Michelson the head coach of Riverview Richard at halftime here of our game of the week so stay tuned for that as they advance to 5-0 and have their third consecutive prep bowl appearance and a big score outside of the Catholic League as well Cast Tech able to defeat Detroit King fairly handily here today in a battle for the PSL title that was a 41-19 to final kind of discussing last night a little bit it was Nick Shahowski and kind of the whole linebacking core that really led to that victory for Richard huh I was surprised at how handily they won not that Gabriel Richard won because they're an impressive squad but 
just the way they kind of dominated that game from start to finish, I think really will put a lot of teams on notice. Certainly, whoever Gabriel Richard matches up with in the first round, that run defense was some of the best run defense I've seen on the high school level in a long time. It completely changed Bishop Foley's offense. You could tell they were frustrated by it, and they really had no answer for if they couldn't establish the run, what could you do? And just a really good combination of that linebacker crew of speed, you know, getting to the ball carrier, but also they're going to hit you hard, even though they're not the biggest of guys. That's punishing runners, and give credit to their secondary, too, because they got burned a little bit early in the game and recovered nicely. The deep threat was non-existent for Bishop Foley, especially in that second half, and that was one of the keys to the game we had early on. How would that secondary match up with the speed of Bishop Foley and I think Gabriel Richard won just about every one-on-one -on -one matchup. Talk about one-on-one -on -one matchups. It's going to be fun to see some of these Loyola wide receivers here today. The key was also always stopping the running backs who were bigger and, and guys that, you know, maybe not big in terms of height, but, you know, they could bully over that wham type of style here in the Catholic League, what G. LaSalle has featured in the past as well and what Orchard Lake still tries to do to this day but now the focus is on those wideouts and there's a good amount of targets to go to isn't there Oof. one two three four five guys could be featured as wide receivers for Loyola starting with Shenard Foster an electrifying guy averaging 16 and a half yards per catch five touchdowns coach Kevin Rogers said he's Steve Smith reincarnated <laughs> that's some uh, pretty nice praise for your wideout and he's just one of a stable of five guys that Anthony Garrett is going to have to throw to putting enormous strain on that secondary for Romulus and ultimately we've talked about it a little bit but Romulus wants to throw the football that is what their new style has been it's it's more of a complete spread type of deal compared to what Romulus has run in the past They've had a little bit more success running the football just because there's been a little bit of, not controversy, but just trying to figure out who exactly is their quarterback. Is it Xavier Thomason or is it Antonio Gregory? They've settled on the 5'8", 170-pound junior quarterback, number 5, Antonio Gregory, as their starter because they just looked down at Thomason, they looked at Gregory, and they see really good athletes in both. And coach said, look, I can't bring either of them off for any amount of time if we want to have success. That's just what it was, and he decided that Gregory should be the starting QB. The entire key to Romulus's passing attack is the deep ball. Antonio Gregory on this season, he's only 3 of 24 passing, but he's averaging 58 <laughs> yards per completion. There you so go. this is a home run offense in terms of their passing attack. They have a good rushing offense as well, averaging almost 6 yards per carry. So their plan is to soften you up with the run game and then, bam, go over the top, maybe to the new wide receiver target, 6-4 Xavier Thomason. Well, they continue to try to figure things out. And in terms of wins as losses, yes, it's going to matter how you're placed in your district, but you could tactically check in 0-6 and win a state championship. I mean, that's just how this year is. It's so unique. <laughs> I'm not saying to, that's going to happen, but it could. It could. All It's really, coaches will look at this season as we're just preparing for the playoffs. We don't have to stress about the six wins to get it anymore. So let's try some different things. Let's put guys in new spots and really experiment because there was no offseason off to do that experimenting. So you're going to see teams do things they normally wouldn't do or 
maybe in a situation like tonight where Loyola's locked everything up, they've got a championship game to play next week, they'll either put some guys in new positions or just say, hey, we're going to go totally vanilla and trust our skill to beat your skill and maybe show what we've got next week against, against Catholic Central. And if you're wondering how this COVID protocol works, I mean, there seems to be some discrepancy in, in terms of not necessarily the Catholic League, but just around the state. What constitutes a forfeit? What constitutes a team going out? Is it a direct positive test? Is it one test? Is it two tests? Is it three tests? But I think the one clear thing, at least publicly, that we know around the state is, look, they're not necessarily holding out this group of players or that player, this player, this player. It's the whole team. So to look at a record and say, you know, 0-6, um, Maybe that's because some of their top players was out. No, the thing you have to look at is how many forfeits you have because that's the key. But the other key is you also have to play four concrete games. So you can lose all four and still be in the playoffs, but you have to compete in four games to be eligible in this new crazy scenario that is the playoffs this year. Well, we hear the cliche, one game at a time, focus on what's in front of us, the coaches throw us all the time. But with so much uncertainty, you know, the site of the state championship to be determined, uh, where teams are going to go, if they're going to be able to play their games, this is really the time for coaches to tell their players, hey, focus on our game plan, our execution, and we'll deal with whatever happens next, if there's a game or not. You prepare like it's going to be your last game because that's what we do every year in the postseason. I think that mindset will, will kind of help ease things with a lot of players. Excited to kind of break down this matchup a little bit further, look at some deeper personnel as well and what these two teams have. Also pretty solid defensively and special teams has been a big story as well for the Loyola Bulldogs. Talk about that and much more. We'll get Blake's keys to the game brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending a little bit later in our pregame show. But for now, we speak to John Johnson at the MHSA offices for this week in high school sports. John? Union wins, disconcerting actions, and stepping up. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Union wins. That's something they haven't been able to say on Tremont Street in Grand Rapids since August of 2015 as the Red Hawks brought their 45-game losing streak to a close Friday night at historic Hausman Field in Grand Rapids with a 59-57 win over Wyoming. Union quarterback Tommy Stevens was 9 of 12 for 189 yards and 4 touchdowns, and he rushed for 133 yards on 19 carries and 3 scores. Three of Stevens' touchdown passes went to Jeremy Pittman, who had 3 catches for 84 yards. Pittman scored 5 touchdowns in all. He had 63 yards rushing and a score, and he returned a kickoff for a touchdown. It just shows you if a kid buys in, an administration buys in, and coaching staff buys in, and you work together, whether you're rich, white, black, poor, you know, kids need expectations, and kids are kids. And I, I'm super proud of our kids for what they've done. That's first-year union head coach Don Fellows talking with MHSA Network affiliate WMAX in Grand Rapids after the game. Fellows moved to union this year after a successful run at Grand Rapids Christian. Our This Week game balls go out to the girls' golf team at Birmingham Marion, which won the Oakland County Division I championship last week. Senior Shannon Kennedy took medalist honors by five strokes. And the Berrien Springs boys' tennis team cruised to the Berrien St. Joseph Conference title last week. Corbin Gamble in number four singles, Adam Johnson and Eric Bielan in number one doubles, 
Zach Nanfelt and Brandon Tripp in number two dubs, and Nate Geisner and Xavier Hack in number four doubles, all one flight titles. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee segment takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Among the rule changes in high school football for the 2021 school year is an adjustment in the penalty assessed to the defense for disconcerting acts and sounds. Among the gamesmanship that sometimes takes place near the line of scrimmage at the start of play, defensive players have been known to make sounds or act in a manner which otherwise might distract an offensive player waiting for the snap signal. Previously, the most egregious of these actions would be penalized 15 yards for unsportsmanlike conduct. But beginning this year, the disconcerting act foul is a five-yard penalty. The change in the rule actually makes it more likely that this kind of behavior will be flagged and may eventually lead to a reduction of this kind of activity. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. The Closer today celebrates the first MHSAA champions of the 2020-21 school year. West Iron County in Division II and Nagani in Division I claim the titles in the weather-delayed Upper Peninsula Girls Tennis Finals. For the Wycons, which topped Munising by a single point during top-team honors last Thursday, they took that big step up to the top after placing second the past three seasons. Callie Applin in number two doubles, Aurora Dahl in number three singles, and the number one doubles team of Tori Bosek and Madison Baruti claimed flight championships. For Bosek, it was her fourth straight year that she had been part of a title-winning doubles team. The Division I Finals took place Monday this week, and after a one-year absence from the throne, Nagani reclaimed the Division I top spot to give the Miners championships in six of seven years. Lexi Mason at number three and Anika Turvo at number four claimed singles championships for Nagani, and the Miners captured three of the four double flights, including three in a row and undefeated three seasons in a row for the number one team of Morgan Carlson and Caitlin Lammy. Mason also had a perfect 19-0 record this year. Nagani's 21 points outdistanced Menominee by seven, and in moving up to Division I after capturing four straight team crowds in Division II, Ishpeming Westwood was third. You can read all about the UP Girls Tennis Finals on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Don't forget, you can watch high school sports on MHSAA TV. Over 700 games are available online this week in football, boys soccer, and girls volleyball. Check it all out at MHSAA TV. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade anywhere the student connection uniquely designed for success the student 
Hugh Hewitt worries about the Supreme Court if Biden wins. The Orwellian attempt by Democrats to redefine what packing the Supreme Court means. That's very simple. It means adding seats to the Supreme Court. They're going to try and do it through the American, you know, just bypass representative government, put hard left and uh, rewrite people on the court and just invent stuff. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Blake Froling. Rimalis and Loyola on tap here today in our second Catholic League football game of the week of this week. Dynamic matchup yesterday ended up in more of a blowout in the end for Riverview Gabriel Richard as they took on Bishop Foley. This matchup, another undefeated team looking to stay undefeated in the Loyola Bulldogs and Romulus looking to continue to edge up and put things together as we near what should be an interesting state playoffs. Jeremy, I'm alongside Blake Froling to bring you the call here today from Bishop Foley Stadium. No Bishop Foley not playing today, but this is the home field for the Loyola Bulldogs. They don't really have the room on campus to play. They do have a small practice field which they're able to utilize, but Hazel Park, UD Jesuit, a couple other facilities that have been used in the past for the Bulldogs, but it's Bishop Foley here today. Nice, quaint atmosphere. Usually you're close to the action here in the press box, and the fans strapping up a little bit, putting those winter hats on, maybe as the weather gets a little colder as we near towards winter all of a sudden. Old man winter starting to blow on us, isn't he? I think that's the last thing everybody wanted to hear after being cooped up inside, right? <laughs> right. We were inside just for the bad weather to hit. <laughs> now time for our Mitt Mortgage Lending Keys to the Game. Mitt Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. Mr. Froling, what do you have? Let's start with Romulus. They want to keep this as low scoring as possible because their offense is still really figuring things out. They're only scoring 15.5 points a game, but it's worked because they're only giving up 14.8 points per contest. That's not exactly what Loyola does on offense. So the key will be slow down Loyola's offensive attack for as long as possible just to get your offense to stay in the game. And for the Bulldogs, I mean, this is a huge opportunity for them just to kind of show off a little bit for next week's opponent, Catholic Central. How can they get Anthony Garrett in space as much as possible? He's been so efficient as a passer. If he can pick apart that secondary, it's going to be a long night for Romulus. Romulus even admitted coming into this game, hey, look, a lot of the teams in our conference run the football consistently. We have some guys that are being recruited at cornerback safety just in the secondary and we want to get them some looks against a good passing team and they believe Anthony Garrett will give them that 
Yeah, they've been getting 76% of their total yardage through the air, which you normally never say for any team in the Catholic League, but he has been phenomenal. So many great wideouts that are going to look to exploit uh, that secondary for Romulus. The 4-2-5 defense is really going to be tested tonight. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is everything you need to manage your money, including a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, and a great mobile app, too. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes. The Credit Union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. That's AllianceCatholic.com. You can join online in just minutes. Just go to it right now before the game starts. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Kickoff between the Eagles and the Bulldogs is next here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. Hello, friends. This is Luke Hammett, and I have some exciting news for you. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, choose News Talk Radio, then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. and Eagles looking to do battle here on a fine Saturday night for some football here in the Detroit Catholic High School League. Jeremy Otto alongside Blake Froling to bring you the call here tonight on WDTK Detroit. This is a matchup that Loyola was just hoping to get in because of what happened last week. Yeah, there's so much uncertainty going on. You need to get those four games in. You want to get as many games in as possible with the truncated offseason so you can be ready for the playoffs. And that thing that we kind of talked about yet last night as well is going to be in the back of everybody's mind. Will my team get a positive test in the playoffs? Will the team we're going to play get a positive test in the playoffs? How weird would it be? What if both teams competing for a state championship have COVID? What does that mean? I, Does it mean there's no state champion in X Division? I have not even thought about that <laughs> until just this second. If you want to go into the doomsday scenario, there are a lot of bad things that could happen. But I think it comes back down to just focusing on the individual matchups and trying to, if you're a coach, just get your guys to focus in, get that tunnel vision going because you can't let your mind wander to all those things. Otherwise, things can really spiral out of control. And there are true districts this year in the sense that, you know, Nobody is going to potentially shuffle here or there with playoff points. Playoff points do matter in terms of seeding in your district. You don't want to 
as an 0-6 team, per se, play a 6-0 team, which certainly could happen. Not sure if we do have any overs at this point. I know there's a couple in the Catholic League. Still haven't crunched down who's exactly eligible, who's not, because you have to get to four games. And I guess for some, we won't know until next week whether they're completely eligible with four complete games in the mix. But there's going to be a lot of factors going on. Well, and it all comes down to keeping the kids safe, keeping their families safe, and that's that's what's most important out of all of this. So if you do hear about a game being forfeited, it's, it's out of an abundance of caution because you don't want this to hurt impact families and the elderly and other people who might be at risk. So football is great. We want to see as much of it as possible, but player safety is number one. And we've kind of said it on the air here in the past. We give a lot of credit to what is the MHSAA in terms of what they've been able to do just to get things back in play because before, you know, even a month ago, we were like, is there going to be football? Is there not? There's not going to be football. And then there is going to be football. It's, it was insane how much work had to be put in in such a short amount of time on the MHSAA side and then for all the schools who were planning on not having football the officials have just thrown a flag on the field Loyola entered through the left side through a blown up bulldog tunnel they blew off some fireworks and maybe that's something not allowed here in the Michigan High School Athletic Association because they have issued a flag and said get back on the field or maybe they wanted them out there sooner than they were it is 7.03 p.m. so that could be as well. They're going to step aside or we're going to step aside as they play the national anthem back with the opening kickoff between the Bulldogs and the Eagles after this here on the Patriot. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. There's more CHSL football action next. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 AM 1400, The Patriot, every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Here are Jeremy Otto and Blake Froling. Ready for kickoff here tonight. Loyola in their dark blues with the silver numbers. Romulus on the far side in their white and maroon numbers with the 
Rune Helmets as well. They are first on the field as Loyola huddles up one more time at the 50-yard line. We're likely going to see a penalty assessed on the kickoff. That was either for the fireworks that went off literally here at the field or possibly because they did not come out to the field by 7. It was 7.03 by the time the Bulldogs were on the field and the officials were saying, let's go, let's go. So maybe that's more like But either way, we're going to see an adjustment to this kick. Rimalis thought they were receiving on the left side of the field, but a little bit <laughs> it of looks confusion like it's all around. Be the other end here, or maybe not. Maybe they're just now realizing where this kickoff is going to have to be taken. So that's a 15-yard penalty to start. They're already back at the 25. And in high school, that's certainly a big deal. Mm -hmm. Some kickers in the NFL could probably make that look like uh, <laughs> no issue. Well, Eric Massey's lined up at his own 30, if that's so that tells you where he expects the kick to be. It's going to be excellent field position for Romulus. Massey, the top running back on this Romulus team as well, so look out for him in space. They'll move left to right to return this kick. Here is Henderson he is teeing it up at the 25-yard line. 12 minutes set on the clock for our second game of the week this week here on the Patriots. So glad you could join us. Now, if there wasn't any more delay to this game, there will be. 7.07, we still have not seen the kick, and the official has officially given them the go-ahead to kick this football. Henderson edges back. He propels himself back to the 15-yard line. Stutter steps back towards the tee, sends a fluttering ball pretty deep back to the 25-yard line here. Massey's got it. Moves up to the 35. Hard hit and flattened on the ground at the 37-yard line there by the Bulldogs. The Gunners got up quickly, didn't they, Blake? Oh, absolutely. That looked like he was going to have a seam up the left sideline, and all of a sudden, boom, pancake to the ground. Excellent coverage by the Bulldogs. Not sure exactly who made the tackle. Marquise Henderson was in the area. So you have Marquez and Marquise, both very good athletes. In fact, Marquise is listed as just an athlete <laughs> i wish i roster. was listed as an athlete ath is what it says <laughs> antonio gregory leads out this offense for romulus the junior quarterback where's number five a bit of discussion where this football is marked they do place it down at the 39 yard line in the far hash starts under center now quickly looks to the left side for an audible play call here Gregory, 3 of 24, throwing the football so far this year. He's threw for 173 yards and two touchdowns, also thrown three picks. Long look to the far side. They're going to have to snap this quick before a delay of game comes. 11.56 still left to go on the frozen clock. First play the ball game from scrimmage is a handoff into the hands of Eric Massey. He is met immediately behind the line of scrimmage for a one-yard loss. Nowhere the run there, the right side of the offensive line kind of got blown up for Romulus, gave him no chance for success. So Massey sends his team out there in the I formation here. They quickly duck under center, but then again look to the far side. So no huddle in the sense that they don't huddle up, but it's not a quick offense, at least to this point. They can go quick if they want to. They just haven't had the chance to do that a lot as they continue to learn this new offense. Massey, end around to the right side, able to gain 
some good yardage across the 40 up to the 45-yard line and finally galloped down at around the 47-yard line, just shy of Bulldog territory here. He gains back all the lost yardage plus eight more. It's third down and two. Good vision on that run there by Massey. He was almost brought down near the line of scrimmage, made a man miss, though, as he was diving for the ankles and makes this third and manageable. Two wideouts left, one to the near side. Gregory's still under center in the eye formation here. It's an offset eye. Massey, the deep back, with Jalen Culver, the other halfback behind him. He's the senior. Long look to the sideline for the play call here. They scrimmage from the 47-yard line of their own territories. And a man in motion from the slot to behind the line. And double taking to the far side again is Claiborne. They want to keep it on the ground. But the Bulldogs read it right away and smash that play down for a one-yard loss. They're nearly back to the 45-yard line there. Harmon was the principal tackler that time. The scary 6'4", 340-pound senior who's headed to Michigan State next year. Well, the future Spartan took up a lot of space on that offensive line and commanded a couple blockers as well, allowing some of his teammates to get in and help him out with that loss. Flag down, and we get a sideline warning, it looks like, on Loyola. Flag came from the official on the near side, now conferring with your head referee here today. They're together on the 40-yard line right in front of the Loyola bench, and they're telling the Loyola sideline to get back. Clock is frozen because of that at 9.45 to go. It looks like Romulus is going to go for it on fourth down and three. Romulus has had a slow start offensively. That's not a ultra bad idea as well to try to combat a team with a bunch of athletes and a well-driven machine offensively on the other end. Fourth down and three. They're still shy of Loyola territory by a few yards here. They scrimmage from their own 46-yard line. Again, they're set, but look back for the play call after Gregory is already under center. He's still out there in the eye. Two wide receivers to the far side. The man in motion is Claiborne for the second straight play, keeping it on the ground, and nothing there. A turnover on down for the Bulldogs as they swallow him back at the 40-yard line. That's Ramon Murray, the junior defensive end. And that defensive front had some good bolts of speed to make sure that Romulus offense did nothing on their first possession play. Excellent penetration by the Bulldogs on really every carry except the second. Three negative carries on that drive for Eric Massey. 9-16 to go in a scoreless first quarter. We'll get our first look at Anthony Garrett. He's out there in the gun with two wideouts to each side. They fake the jet sweep, keeping it on the ground, up the middle. Big running space at the 30-yard line. Shifts his way to the left, and in for the touchdown is Malik Marable. The senior running back scores his first touchdown on the ground. How about that start for the Bulldogs? A quick stop defensively and then a quick six on the other end. Wow, that was quick, wasn't it? I mean, what an excellent move there by Marable. Again, just one move, one missed tackle is all it took, and he was at the second level, turned on the Jets, and no one could catch him. Shenard Foster in to attempt the extra point here. They need a late extra lineman. That's Lewis Anderson, the defensive back 
charging out to take this. 9.06 to go in this first quarter. We have our first Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Foster in tight to the line, and that kick is barely good as it squeaks over the left upright. The Bulldogs with a 7-zip lead with 9 minutes to go in the first. Junior Game of the Week on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Nothing lead for the Loyola Bulldogs. It only took one play as they dashed across the left side of the line and rumbled into the left side of the end zone. 7 nothing in favor of the home team here today with 9.06 left to play in this first quarter. So Loyola set to kick it off for the second time here tonight. And to kick it off much closer and this one's going to end up in a line drive touchback as that one floats through the right side and we'll see Antonio Gregory lead off this offense for the second time here today weren't able to really get anything going on the ground and that's how they look to establish themselves it was four straight runs including a fourth down play that was stopped behind the line to give Loyola great field position at the Ronald is 45. So Gregory starts under center. He has two wide outs to his left, one to the near side, and we got a pre-snap penalty. And it's not been a clean game thus far in terms of that. It's an offsides this time against Loyola, however, as that's going to make things a little bit easier. So football is up to the 25-yard line, first and five. Gregory has brought his team out in the eye. Every formation they've seen thus far. The deep back is Eric Massey. The tailback here is Jalen Culver, the All-State wrestler for the Eagles. First down and five as they scrimmage in between the hash marks here, moving left to right in the first quarter. Want to run. They get it to the deep back Massey once again. He churns behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of one. Again, a defensive front swallowing up the run for Loyola here tonight, showing probably that this Romulus team is going to have to throw the ball at some point if they want to have success. Well, Rakeem Boyer, the junior linebacker, excellent job shedding a block and getting in there right at the line of scrimmage. Second down and six as they move the football back behind the 25-yard line now. It's a no-huddle offense for the team in white and maroon, but they end up steering on the far sideline for the play call, and 
oftentimes when they get set, they'll look back again, trying to use as much clock as they can to this point and establish their tempo here. Keeping it in the hands of Antonio Gregory, and he is swallowed again behind the line for another sack. That's big number 55, Derek Harmon, who makes his presence felt once again. I don't know if that was a broken play or if Derek Harmon broke the play, but that had no chance of success. A guy who's over three bills there in the middle of that defensive line has no right being that fast. Ball back to the 17-yard line here, the Eagles. It's third and 14 to go with 7.40 left on that running clock. Don't want to punt from this territory either. Two men back in the secondary in tight to the line. But they're back in a passing formation. Shotgun for the first time. High snap, even with the top of the helmet. And they're going to sack him again. This one all the way back at the six-yard line. The Bulldogs rushing in, knowing absolutely what they were trying to do there. Rakeem Boyer, the principal man, to blow up that play in his fourth and a mile. Again, no chance for success. The penetration for those linebackers has been excellent. This offensive line for Romulus has no seniors on it, remember, so they've kind of struggled a little bit early on, and clearly Loyola taking advantage with the blitz every single time. Aiden Nishaw into punt this away here for Romulus. He has to punt in the shadow of his own end zone here on the S for Bishop Foley. The punt skips in. It's loose in the end zone here. Loyola trying to scramble and recover it's either a safety or a touchdown and it's a touchdown for the bulldogs trying to see who came up with that football i think he gave it up fairly quickly but otherwise the bulldogs are up 13 nothing with 633 left to play a snap a long snap in it that bounced in nishan did get a piece he was trying to bobble with it in the middle of the end zone, had no shot. Three or four Bulldogs galloping around him, and they have a huge lead here early on in full control of this ballgame. Well, Romulus, we said the key was keep it low scoring, control time of possession. They have been able to do neither of those things in the first six minutes of this game. They cannot afford mistakes like that against an elite team like Loyola. Shannon Foster in to attempt his second extra point. He just made his first. There is a penalty on the play. It's an offside against the Eagles, so they'll do it again here. 6.33 left to play in this game. Another Siena Heights University touchdown on the board. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Foster, the junior, waiting for his team to line up a little bit closer here for his second extra point try. Lofts this one up, and it is good. He's two for two on extra points here tonight. 14 to nothing ventures. Still 6.33 left to play in this first half. People ask me, what is a credit union? I tell them it's the same as a bank, but but they're not there to make a profit. And you're not a customer, you're a member. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union, members share the Catholic faith. So in addition to having everything you need to manage your money, Alliance Catholic does things like sponsor the Catholic High School League, provide scholarships for Catholic students, offer a free financial literacy program to Catholic schools. Does your bank do that? 
Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can become a member online in minutes. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Federally insured by the NCUA. 6.33 left to play in a 14 to nothing game in favor of the Loyola Bulldogs here today. And this is the third time they'll kick off in this first half. Their last points ended up because of a snap that just dribbled into the punter, Neshaw, who was caught in the middle of the end zone. And it was going to either be a safety or a touchdown. And the Bulldogs were able to scramble over for the touchdown in the end. As this kickoff again is going to find its way into the end zone. Nice job by Shenard Foster. Not necessarily lofted in the normal touchback way, but he's had a line drive and he's had a couple that have bounced thus far, but whatever way you can do it, I guess, right? That's right. He punishes that ball. He has got a leg. First down and 10 from the 20-yard line again here for the Romulus Eagles. Slow tempo to their offense to begin things so far here today. They've kept it on the ground every play but their last that they ran. Ended up in a sack as they try to throw it. They're in a throwing formation here in the gun. Is Antonio Gregory. They send single wide receivers tied up to each side of the line here. Gregory looks a little confused as he puts both hands up to the far sideline. He's actually going to shift back under center. Single back behind him. They pitch it to him as he looks to work to the far sideline. That's Malcolm Garrett, one of the speedy backs who has a B. is brought down right around the line of scrimmage by the Bulldogs there. Stopping the run with some efficiency early on, just kind of like the Pioneers did last night for Gabriel Richard. Man, Derek Harmon got upfield so fast that he, he missed the play. He just got there too Quickly, he absolutely blew up that line. They will have to triple team him to keep him out of the backfield. 6 4, 340. Coach really likes his motor for a big guy as well. You see why he gets to the backfield quickly. Forward progress gave him a yard on the play. It's second down and nine as they scrimmage just past their own 20 yard line on the far hash. Trips bunched up in a little diamond formation on the near side here. It's a pitch in the backfield again to the lone running back. Malcolm Garrett looking to use his blockers along the right side just inside the hash marks there. And he gains maybe a yard. So this is going to be a third and a long seven coming up next. And a officials timeout here. As I think they're either confused where the measurement is or there's a player down. Oh, it was a penalty, I beg your pardon. They called a illegal motion versus Romulus. Clock frozen at 523 left. It's 14-0 in favor of the Bulldogs here as they move this behind the original line of scrimmage now to the 17 in between the hash marks now. Antonio Gregory has a second and 14. Back in a passing formation. The lone running back to his right side. That's Malcolm Garrett. Two wide receivers to the near side. He looks that direction. Heaves it up in midair. 
Wow, what a catch if he made it to the near sideline, but I don't think he got a foot in. That's Jamarian Claiborne, the six-foot-tall, 200-pound tight end, and the senior nearly hauled it in on the near side. I mean, he caught it. It was just out of bounds in the white paint. And what an adjustment there in midair by Claiborne to go to his backside shoulder towards the sideline with maybe some guys hollering in his ear there on that Loyola side. Just could not get in. It was a really nice effort, though. Third down and 14. They stay in the gun here. Two wide receivers on each side. Again, the lone back is Malcolm Garrett. We haven't been able to see him get out in free space so far today. He's got 23 carries for 146 yards coming in. A little popping snap there. Looked a little awkward as Gregory had to move to his right. Everything looked uncomfortable about that. And we have another flag. It's a false start against Romulus. That probably explains why things look like that. So from a third and 14, this is going to move the down backs back behind the 15 and around the 13-yard line on the far side. So third and 19 with 4.48 left to go in a 14-0 first quarter. Gregory still with Garrett to his right side. Twins on each side. High snap. He handles it fine. Pressure coming. And another sack. The ball comes loose at around the 10-yard line. And they're going to say that play was dead. Another sack from the Bulldogs here today. They have been hounding Gregory so far. Did you see who that was? Lonzi Tramble the third came from across the formation, unblocked to make that sack. Antonio Gregory couldn't even go through any of his progressions before he was running through for his life. So again, they have to punt out of their own end zone. This ended up in a touchdown last time in a box snap. Aiden Neshaw is a pretty good punter. He had two 60-yard punts last week, but he's just got to get it clean here. He's around the same spot he was last time in the heart of the end zone on a fourth down and a mile. The line of scrimmage is just three yards out. He does get it out. It was chipped and blocked. Loyola trying to recover at the 10-yard line and maybe take it back. They move to the far pylon here close, and they are in. The Bulldogs punch it in with Miles McFarlane, the senior linebacker who alertly flopped on that running ball to the far side, and the Bulldogs have a 20 to nothing lead and another special teams touchdown here with 3.30 to go in the first. This is an absolute domination early on in all facets of the game for Loyola, and they're up 20 to nothing. They have run exactly one play on offense, Jeremy. This is incredible. <laughs> it's another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Yeah, your defense is going to get tired all of a sudden. That's right. They're saying, come on, offense, pick up the slack. We've already, we're doing all the scoring here. Foster to kick this one forward. It is close to that bar and again just over to the left side to make it 21-0 in favor of the Bulldogs. 3.30 separating us from the second quarter here in our Catholic League Game of the Week on the Patriot. 
can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Blake back with you here from Bishop Foley, the home Loyola Bulldogs all over the Romulus Eagles thus far. It's a 21-0 lead for Loyola, Blake. This has been pure domination without the offense for Loyola having to even do anything. Now, if you're Romulus, you have to shore up the protection for Antonio Gregory. Here's another kickoff. They've already had four of them here today. Massey with the return, looking for some space along the far side. Athlete stays on his feet, churns to the 20, up to the 25-yard line, and finally driven out of bounds just shy of the 30. So that is one of the better field positions that the Eagles have been able to deal with today. Mostly touchdowns off the foot of Shenard Foster thus far. 3.20 left to play and a 21-0 lead. For the Loyola Bulldogs here today in our Catholic League Game of the Week, Jeremy Otto alongside Blake Froling to bring in the call here today. Marcus Burns, your on-site engineer. Brian Belaski back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. They started a lot in the I formation here, and Romulus is going to shift back to the shotgun once again. Gregory trying to lead this offense to some consistency here. And actually, it looks like they're going to make a change. That's Xavier Thomason. The 6'4 wide receiver slash quarterback now in there. He has taken some reps at QB this year. He's 5 of 13 in passing for 92 yards. Hasn't thrown a touchdown thus far and has thrown two interceptions. Some movement on the line. Snap wasn't even completely off. That's against Loyola. They've got monster pressure. Not sure they need the extra jump, huh? No. I mean, they could wait a couple seconds and still get that pressure. But what Romulus can do to counter that is maybe start working in some quick bubble screens and maybe use the pass as a run to give your offensive line a little bit of a break. First down and five. They move this football up to the 30-yard line now on the far hash. Romulus moving left to right here in the first quarter. That time winding down at three minutes left to play. Thomason waiting for his first snap. In the gun with a running back to his right hip. That's Malcolm Gary. He's been there all night. Fakes the throw, and again, they're going to sack him behind the line of scrimmage. Just a two-yard sack in the end. Three or four Bulldogs coming together. Lonzi traveled the third. Another main tackler there, the tight end slash linebacker. Came in with five sacks, has since added six and seven unofficially here tonight. So they called it a gain of three. Well, you had the penalty. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> Forgot about that for a second. So behind the 30-yard line, second down. And seven. So it was a loss of two. Quick throw right side. 
It is incomplete intended for the starting quarterback, Jamirian Claiborne. He was looking right, a little bit confused, thinking he was going to complete that run a little bit more. And the ball dribbled into the Loyola sideline on the near side, incomplete with 2.03 left. I can see why Derek Harmon had so many big schools coming after him, Michigan State, Purdue, Ole Miss, Memphis. I mean, he is putting on a clinic on how to overpower offensive linemen. He doesn't need any moves because he has got the strength and the size to just use a bull rush up the middle. And even if he doesn't make the play, it'll free up somebody else to make the play. Claiborne has trips to his right. They've started in the no huddle every play, but then look back to the sideline for the play call once everybody is set. Malcolm Garrett, again, the lone running back to the left hip. And waiting for the snap is Thomason. Has it now. Backs up. Pressure coming again from the other side. It's Harmon from the other side. But uh, a few other Bulldogs able to get to him first. That's Malcolm Garrett's. Or, sorry, that's uh, Marquez Henderson, the linebacker, coming in to swallow that playoff. Another big loss in the sack. Back behind the 20 to run the 19-yard line. It's fourth and nearly 20 to go. But again, it starts with Harmon. He blew up that play, and it forced Thomason to roll to his left right into the waiting arms of Marquez Henderson. Two men back deep to receive this punt again from Romulus. We've seen two punts by the Eagles and two touchdowns right on the play. It was a botch snap that dribbled into the end zone the first time, and then it was a block punt and a return from 10 yards out. They get this one off clean, just over midfield it goes, spinning and whirling his way past midfield to the 40, and up to the 30-yard line is Shenard Foster, the kicker there, who is able to get Loyola great field position again. They're on their way to a running clock scenario as we start the second half. That's a 35-point threshold, and it can only happen in the second half, but it's a 21-0 lead for them with 102 Love to play still here in the first. And the just the second play from scrimmage for Loyola. Loyola has a deep safety back at the 11-yard line, or the Eagles do, I beg your pardon. He's going to keep this on the ground with Anthony Garrett, who rumbles past the 30 and up to the 26-yard line there for a gain of three and first down. We haven't been able to talk about a man who's thrown 911 passing yards all too much because his defense doing all the scoring thus far. Their only play from scrimmage until then was a touchdown. Keeping it on the ground, tripped up as he crosses the 20-yard line. Here is Brainley McDonald, the first time we see the sophomore back. Came in with 16 carries for 53 yards and a couple touchdowns. That's enough for a first down here as they move it inside the 20 on the near hash. Quick to the line as they send trip to the far side and one to the near. The man on the extreme near side is Roger Martin. He's a pretty good one on the receiving end. Keeping it on the ground is Garrett. Tough physical runner as he twirls his way to the 15-yard line. Tackled down there after a gain of a few. That's Chambers who brought him down. And that will end the first quarter of play. Zeros on the board, but not on the scoring side. 21-0 Loyola. They are knocking on the door of their fourth touchdown already, and it would be their second on offense. We'll see if we can do that when there they can do that. When we get back here in FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot. 
The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey everyone, Matt Corbeth here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com slash apply or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Loyola quick out of the huddle. They've already run a play here in the second quarter. It was a run by Bradley McDonald off the left side. He gained about five. It's a third down and two. Here is a scrimmage inside the 10-yard line here. They need to get to around the 9 for a first down in Eagles territory. Looking to score their second offensive touchdown of the day. And it will be an easy touchdown along the left side for Braylon McDonald. His third of the year, his first tonight. And with 11-16 left here in the second quarter, it's 27-0 Bulldogs. And Loyola has been getting it done in the trenches tonight. We've been talking about their defensive line play. And now on the offensive line, they've been creating gaping holes on the first level for these runners to be able to just walk in virtually untouched. It's another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. 11-16 remaining here in this second quarter the extra point is fluttering to the left and it falls short just to the left of one of the soccer goalies or goal uh, goals <laughs> is the word i'm looking for sitting behind the upright there so 27 to 0 the lead for these loyola bulldogs here looking to remain undefeated making a good case for that early on Check a score in our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Everest Collegian and Shrine with a big matchup here tonight. Played at Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. That's a 14 to nothing lead for Everest after they just scored another long touchdown with 2.59 left in the first quarter. Both of those two teams coming in undefeated to the game here tonight. Get some other scores for you as this night continues. Marquez Henderson getting ready to kick this one off left to right. Popped up at the 30-yard line here, taken along the far side, and a decent return will get Romulus into positive territory for the first time here today. Solid return up across midfield, and let's see if that gets this offense going. Again, they're going to need to help out their young offensive line here. Run, move the pocket, 
quick throws, something to kind of take a little bit of the pressure off of their front five. So they've gone away from the eye. It's been a shotgun formation for the last couple drives for this Eagles team now moving right to left across your radio dial here in the second quarter. They find themselves down 27 to nothing to the home Loyola Bulldogs here today with 11.05 left to play. Marquez, or check that, it's uh, Malcolm Garrett, the running back to the left hip again of Thomason, who's out for the second straight play. Gets it to Jamarian Claiborne. Claiborne's across midfield, across the 45-yard line, and nearly to the 44 for a gain of three on first down. He's flattened on the near side by Jeff Hayes. And again, that's pretty much all you're going to be able to do right now. If you're Romulus, you certainly will not run the ball up the middle. And the run blocking hasn't been strong early on. So if you can get your, your athletes in space with the ball, they can make things happen one-on-one. -on -one. Brendan Thompson, the senior wide receiver, gets his first time in the slot here right side. They send trips to the right of Thomason. He waits on the snap, now looks for the play call on the far side after they were set and ready. Malcolm Garrett still the lone running back to his left. Now Thomason takes a second long look over to the far sideline here. Him and Garrett help call the play call out to the line. Clock down to 10.02 and moving. Got to snap it quickly here. The second and seven snap is away. It's high. Rolls out right. Has some time to throw. Just going to tuck and run. That's the right decision. Breaks through a tackle at the 40-yard line. Another at the 30. And finally shunt out of bounds at the 20-yard line by Malik Mirabel, the running back who's already scored a tackle or scored a touchdown on offense thus far. But that's one of the better plays we've seen offensively from the Eagles here tonight. That is the best play we have seen from the Eagles. And I like this switch at quarterback. It's not that Gregory wasn't getting the job done. You just weren't able to get the ball to Thomason. So why not just have him take the snaps and make plays with his feet? Christian Chambers, the wide receiver target on the farthest part of the field. And the official is going to talk with the Romulus Benson stop play here. Not exactly sure what that was about, but it is not a timeout. So everybody stays out there. 9.45 to go here in the second. 27 to nothing in favor of Loyola. Marching down the field of the Eagles as they have it on the Loyola 20. Short pass over the middle. It's caught. Scrambling there is Paris Patterson. Has some really good hands and some speed as well at wide receiver. And the junior able to hike his way forward for about five and a half on first down. And now a timeout is burned by Loyola. They want to talk things over. Kevin Rogers and company. They hold a 27-0 lead with 9.39. So to go in the first half in your Catholic League game of the week here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. 
Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Seven to nothing is the lead for the home Loyola Bulldogs here today. Model is at least trying to cut into that. They have a second down and four from the Loyola 16-yard line. And we have another pre-snap penalty. Some movements on the line for the Romulus players, but it was actually the Bulldogs who draw them offside and that will be for a first down and the fourth penalty already for Loyola to totaling 30 yards they've been playing a perfect game other than those penalties first down and goal from the 10 yard line here Thomason's still out there at quarterback he sends twins aside Garrett's the lone running back to his left hip here Clock down to 9:21 in a 27 to nothing game. Good snap, floats into the left side of the end zone, looking to get some separation and falling down. In the end, is Eric Massey as it falls incomplete. Thomason just kind of looking to float it up into double coverage into the near corner. Too much for the Bulldog defenders there, though. Yeah, that was going to be a tough one to complete, even if he put it on the money. That was good coverage in the secondary there by Loyola. Maybe some hand battles there as well. Second down and 10. Thomason, the 6'4", 190-pound quarterback, wide receiver. You want to call him just the athlete overall as well. Has taken over at quarterback here in the last couple series. Rolls out, fades it up in the air to the back of the end zone, and that football is caught below the mouth of the goalpost there. The Eagles able to strike first here tonight as Eric Massey hauls it in, and now it's 27-6. Wow, what a job there by Thomason to make something out of nothing, avoids the pressure, throws back across his body to the middle of the field, Normally a big no-no with all that traffic, but somehow the ball found the waiting hands of Eric Massey for the touchdown. His seventh touchdown overall. He had six yards or six touchdowns rushing coming into play here tonight. It's 27-6 to with the clock frozen at 9.05. That's another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.siena.edu. Tump their first extra points. Here it is blocked to movements each side that side. We'll see it's going to go against the Loyola Bulldogs there. So Aiden Nishaw is the kicker for Romulus. He made his first PAT last week just with no preseason. They really had to figure things out on special teams, and it took a couple games for them to do that. They were mostly going for two, so now they have the option of going for two or 
kicking these extra points, and they decide to go with the PAT here. Nishaw made three of them in the last contest. They go with the fake, and it's going to go nowhere. Looking to run it along the left side is Brendan Thompson, who was the holder, runs into a pile of blue and gray jerseys there. Didn't even get close to the goal line that time. So a good stop by the Bulldogs. 9.05 left to play in this first half. It's 27-6 in favor of the Bulldogs still. That might have been a forced fake. I don't think the snap got to the holder just in time. So tried to make something out of nothing. And that pile almost got pushed into the end zone. Shenard Foster, along with Rashawn Wells and Marquise Henderson, will go back deep. They send three men back, two to around the 10-yard line. Actually, some miscommunication there as Rashawn Wells will not receive this kick. Coming in for him is Jason Hardy. He's more on the hand side of the thing up at the 35-yard line here kickoff is going to take a high bounce at the 20 yard line and be returnable here for the Bulldogs burst of speed at the 20 and turning a corner here's Marquise Henderson has the near sideline might have the house to the 20 yard line and cruising in to the right side big time special teams play this time with the return game here for the Bulldogs and with 848 to go they have a 30 to 6 advantage now 33 to 6, I beg your pardon. And that's how you respond. And talk about responding in a big way. Henderson only had to make one man miss. That's what you see in a lot of these big kick returns. It's only, all it takes is one missed tackle sometimes. You get good blocking downfield, automatic touchdown. It's another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Little crowd still buzzing after their team has scored another touchdown. Most of the touchdowns have not come from an offensive snap. <laughs> For a high-powered offense like that, they'll they'll take that. They don't even have to sh put anything on film. It's been defense and special teams and one running touchdown. They look to go for two here, and that is good. It's Braylon McDonald who catches it in the back of the end zone. 8.48 still left to play here in the second quarter. It's 35-6 to six in favor of the Ventures. <laughs> That's what it says on the scoreboard because it's Bishop Foley, but it is the Bulldogs here today. They wouldn't have mind a few of these points last night. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, struggling to get anything going against Riverview Richard really all night long. Check another score in our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Everest all over Shrine right now. It's 20 to nothing still late in that first quarter. So that is the game we expected to be pretty close, but not turning out to be that way thus far. Loyola 
Loyola going to kick this off left to right from their own 40-yard line here. Comfortable 35-6 to advantage. If they have a 35-point lead, they need another touchdown for that before the end of this first half. They would have a running clock to start that second half of play. Jolting return at the 20-yard line here as Romulus brings it out to the 35 and looking to spin him down right there. The Bulldogs, great special teamed convergence. Jeep Brockman able to finish off the tackle in the end. He's a guy they featured on the offensive side as well. He's got 20 carries at the running back position, averaging nearly five and a half per carry. So decent field position again for the Eagles. They scored their last touchdown on their last possession. It was a catch by Eric Massey, a really good catch. In the mouth of the goalpost on the left side of the field. Ever since Thomason is back in, the flow of this offense has looked a little better. He's out there in the shotgun with trips to his left and one to the far side here. Malcolm Garrett, the lone running back. Not seen much of Eric Massey at the running back position. He's been more in the slot since the first couple drives of this game for the Eagles. He's slot left in the middle of two wide receivers. Shotgun snap is high, but it's a big target there as he handles it well. And some monster pressure. Three Bulldogs in him, and they're able to chase him down for another sack from behind. That's Marquez Harris Henderson, the linebacker, who gets to him there. He's been playing more defense. He was 60 to 70% of the offense last year. Some wildcat action for him, some running back action, some wide receiver action. But they like him at this linebacker spot because of all the weapons they have offensively as well. How exhausting must have that been? Yeah, really. (laughs) It's already uh, enough work to be a quarterback in general. Second down and 12. Football back to the 34-yard line here. Has the shotgun snap. Thomason rolls out right. Has a man down. Field drapes it over the hands of his intended target, Paris Patterson, at the 35-yard line. One safety toe-to-toe with him. Malik Mirabal and Jason Hardy were both in the area. Hardy the closest, and that is going to make it third down and 12. Just one more step, and that's a touchdown. That's how close it was, and and not a terrible pass considering the pressure that Thomason was under when he let that one fly. Timeout on the Romulus side. They trail 35-6. to They'll face a third down and 12 when we get back. 7.43 still left to play in a 35-6 to First half of play on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM. FM 92.7 and AM 1500.
Let's return to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Third down and 12 here for the visiting Ramos Eagles. They trail 35 to 6 with eight minutes to go here in the second quarter. Pass over the middle, juggled up. A tip drill is through the hands of Paris Patterson that time. There were four Bulldogs in the area, kind of in a, like a square around Patterson that time. He just missed it. That's one he's probably going to want back, but. In the back of every receiver's mind, when he's going around the middle, that's who is around him. Like you said, they were circling him like sharks ready to lay the lumber. Aiden Nisaw ready to punt this away. Again, the Bulldogs will send two men back deep. Foster, along with Marquise Henderson, will return this one. Henderson being the deeper back at the 25-yard line. Foster to run the 35 Henderson is the man that returned it for a touchdown the last time around. Some pressure on the punt again. Nisaw able to get a decent one off. Picks a bounce at the 35-yard line. Some room to scamper up nearly to midfield at the 48-yard line is Foster who takes it. And again, some good field position here for the Bulldogs as they take the ball back with 7.24 to go and a 35-6 game in favor of them. Jeremy Otto alongside Blake Froling to bring you the call here from our mortgage lending broadcast booth. We'll hear from Tom Michelson, the head coach of Riverview Gabriel Richard at halftime, along with our Mitten Mortgage Lending two-minute drill. So stick around for that. First down and ten from the Loyola 48-yard line here. Gregor in the gun trips to the far side. He looks that direction, has a man at the 30-yard line, makes a catch in stride to the 20 and able to march his way into the end zone is Jason Hardy. He's played a really nice secondary here today for the Bulldogs. Makes his presence felt on offense with his third touchdown catch of the year. Hasn't had a whole lot, but has had some big plays. Ended with seven catches for 203 yards at a 53-yard into his repertoire there. Jason Hardy averaging 29 yards per reception. You'd think that would go down with a bigger sample size. That one's going up, a 52-yard bomb, and what an absolute seed there by Anthony Garrett. Perfect spiral across the field. You could not have drawn that up any more perfectly for the Bulldogs. Loyola went for two and was successful the last time around. They want to kick the extra point here. It's Foster in to attempt it. It was blocked, but it's a flag against Romulus for the offside to give them an extra jolt on that play. Charles Kirksey, the senior wide receiver and defensive back, was crashing in on special teams looking for the block. Both of these two teams have set pressure on their respective kicks. Another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. The holder on this play is Jason Hardy, who scored the touchdown. And just flipping that extra point. No good. Curling to the left here on WDTK Detroit. It remains a 41-6 game in favor of the Ventures with 7.13 to go here in quarter number two. 
So that Loyola offense kind of picking up their slack a little bit. They were being outscored by their defense and special teams. So that'll balance out the sheet a little bit. So last week of the regular season of sorts, next week, I mean, you have the prep bowl, so there's discrepancy what you treat that. But in terms of an MHSAA record and, you know, how they're going to view it overall, it is a regular season game, but you're competing still for Catholic Central Champion or Catholic League Championships. Loyola will take on Catholic Central next Saturday at 4. We have not heard where that game will be or the other one at one, which is looking like it might be Everest Collegiate. If they hold on against Shrine, they had an early 21-0 lead. That's the 1 o'clock game. They'll take on Riverview Richard. Massey returns this football just shy of the 30-yard line. That might give him the 30 according to the spot there. That's where Romulus will take over. So if this lead holds... Going into halftime, we will have a running clock to start the second half of play. Well, Loyola is going to put up some scary film for Catholic Central to watch over the weekend. I mean, they are showing it in all three facets, making it look easy. Antonio Gregory back out there at quarterback. We've seen a heavy dose of Thomason here in the second quarter. At the end of the first half, he looks to, or the first quarter, I should say, he looks for a short screen pass to Eric Massey along the left side. There's nothing there, though, as the Bulldogs jolted up. Marquise Henderson making his presence felt in the pass game there. It's second and ten. Freezes the clock at seven and change 41 to six the loyal lead here eagles scrimmaging from their own 30 yard line here back in the shotgun with twins aside xavier Tomlinson, the athlete and target is wide right in front of the romulus bench on the far side Shotgun snap comes in, it floats in, rolling out right and looking for some time is Antonio Gregory. It would have darted a pass low and incomplete to the 45-yard line. That's Paris Patterson on his back looking to flip down and make that catch. Instead, it's a third and 10. Well, if you're Romulus, you're going to start looking for these small victories within the plays. And one thing this offensive line has done a much better job of is containing Derek Harmon. He was having his way with this offensive line in the first quarter, but they've really started to bottle him up a little bit more, and that's not an easy task. Snap comes in, third and ten, rolling out right, might just tuck it and run here. He's going to have decent success at that and gain a chunk yardage of five on third down as he is mentally shoved out at about the 34 so that is going to make it a fourth and a long five they gave him the 35 yard line it looked like on the spot with the clock stopped at 647 and they're going to go for it here on fourth down two wideouts left one to the far side for Antonio Gregory taking shotgun snaps here he has it there may have been some movement before that play as they blow it dead for a false start. 
that'll complicate things. And this is not what you want to do when you're down 41 to 6. Make them make the mistakes. If you're Romulus, control the things you can control. Penalties and mental miscues are one of those things. It will still go for it. It's a fourth and ten back to their own 30-yard line here. Romulus has a snap. It's bobbled, and the play is going to be blown up as it's a turnover on downs. A sack back to the 20-yard line. Great boost of speed along the right side by Jeff Hayes as the senior linebacker captures the tackle there. couple of fourth downs we've seen those turnovers deep in their own zone for Romulus they're lucky that one didn't turn into something worse like a score so Loyola again with great field position they've had pretty good field position all night long taking a snap out of the gun slinging it towards the end zone Nearly picked off. Boy, having it right in the bread basket there along the goal line there is 20. Sean Roper for Romulus. It's a guy that they like on defense. A DB that really comes up and hits hard. Not a physical specimen. Just 5'6", 140, the young sophomore, but they like the upside for him. Started five or six games last year as a freshman as well. They had the same play, a short slant off the middle. This time it's a conversion and a touchdown. The second touchdown catch in a row for Jason Hardy, his fourth of the year for Loyola. And they're up 47 to 6 with still six minutes to go in this first half. Jason Hardy, a beautiful route up the middle, lost his defender. Perfectly placed by Garrett because that if that ball is thrown behind Hardy, if he has to adjust, he's getting tackled immediately. Hits him in stride, he's able to find the end zone. Six oh two left to play in this second half. It's a floating kick. It's up and good just inside the left upright. Forty-eight to six, the Ventures lead now with six minutes still left to play in the second quarter. Loyola is making a statement tonight. This is one of the most efficient offensive performances I've ever seen. I think they've, if my math is right here, and it could be off, they've run nine offensive plays. That's it. And they're leading 48 to 6. Another scoring near Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard report. Mount Pleasant with a two touchdown lead over Midland Dow, 14 0 at the half. Corey Davis able to add a one yard touchdown in the end. Here's a kickoff that's floating back to around the 20 yard line. Bobbled originally by Eric Massey as he scrambles up to the 25-yard line, and that is where this round of this offense will come back out. They trail by a score of 48-6 to with 5.53 left in the first half. 
kind of like we saw in the first game, what is the mental fortitude of your players here if you're Romulus? You want to see them put forth the same effort that they did when there was no score because it's all going to show up on film. First down and 10 from the 24-yard line here. They run a little sweep to the near side. Receiving the football is Eric Maskey. A little shimmy shake at the end of the run is going to get him probably just back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play at second and 10. Well, I think they need to get Eric Massey the ball even more. He's got only six carries for four yards, and he has been the best rusher they've had all season, getting nothing done so far. Jeff Hayes made the stop along that right side of the defensive front once again for Loyola. They send three men in a line deep, just a couple yards behind the line of scrimmage here with the pass attack been pretty in tight slash what's been more of a running game today for Romulus two wide receivers aside again Antonio Gregory is back out there at quarterback they send Massey in motion right to left and in trouble is Antonio Gregory he's going to take another sack back at the 20 yard line Karan Wilson Demirian Caldwell too close to the ball that time for the Bulldogs it's going to be another loss of four make it third and 14. Well you can tell Thomason is a little bit more comfortable than Antonio Gregory when he's escaping you want to talk about that escapability now not many quarterbacks would have been able to get away from that pass rush but I wouldn't be surprised if Thomason maybe gets some more reps in the shotgun later on in this game. Third down and 14 they fake the handoff chucking it up the left side and airing it out over the head of Paris Patterson the deep safety back for Loyola was Malik Mirabel. He's already scored a couple touchdowns here tonight. Who hasn't, though? And a huge contribution up and down the lineup here for the Bulldogs here tonight. They'll be forced to punt it away. 3.31 left on that running clock here. It's a 48-6 lead for the Bulldogs as they send back Marquise Henderson and Shenard Foster. Henderson has already taken one back. Right around from where he's going to take this one at about the 37. They've had trouble with the long snaps here today. Aiden Neshaw has seen a couple touchdowns scored that way. One blocked and then returned, and the other ended up straight in the end zone. And Loyola was able to get a piece. This one has some better hang time across the 45, and now they're quickly jolting into Romulus territory, working up the near sideline, staying up his feet as he's inside the 10 to the five-yard line near for Jamirian, or check that, for uh, Shenard Foster, who has another long return up the near sideline, and with 2.39 to go, the Bulldogs are in prime position to crack 50 here in the first half. Give a lot of credit there to Troy Cranford for Romulus. Didn't give up on the play. He saved the touchdown there. This has got to be a tired group defensively for Romulus. They don't have a very big bench anyway, so you're going to have a lot of guys going both ways, but this defense has been playing quite a bit. 
quite a bit of those guys more so have been playing an offense. Quick screen pass to the left side. It's caught and busting past the goal line on the left side is Shenard Foster. The athlete scores again here tonight, his seventh touchdown of the year. And the Ventures do crack the 50-point mark here in the second quarter. It's 54-6 with a buck 37 to go. Did I say Ventures again? You did. Goodness gracious. <laughs> ventures for Bishop Foley, which is what is the easy read here on the scoreboard. But it is the Bulldogs who have scored a touchdown. So anytime I say Ventures, I mean Bulldogs. Is there a jar you could put some money in for us? <laughs> Might be. This one circles shy there on the extra point attempt. They are actually running the clock. Marcus Burns does have a little jar here. I have some change. I can hand it over. <laughs> I want to get back to that touchdown, though. Excellent wide receiver blocking, and that's something that a lot of receivers don't want to do. You want to catch the ball. You don't want to block for the guy who caught it, but that's really what freed up Shenard Foster. He made one man miss. The blockers did the rest. Clock inside 46 seconds. Probably the only opportunity for that to do that in the first half. They probably checked with both sidelines, and they agreed upon the fact that, yeah, we can run the clock here in the first half. The rule, according to the MHSA, is 35 points are over in terms of the lead when the second half starts, but because it is a fairly lopsided game, they have determined that the clock will run, and doesn't even look like we'll have another play here in the first half of the Bulldogs let it tick down. 54 to 6 in favor of Loyola here. It's a pure domination by them in this first half of play. We'll talk to Tom Michelson, the head coach of Riverview, Gabriel Richard, in a little bit in our halftime report. Also have our two-minute drill sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending. That, along with some deep Loyola stats, it's been quite the half for them offensively when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Mike Gallagher asks the tough questions. When they talk about love and the tenets of Christianity, spirituality, forgiveness, grace, why don't these never-Trumpers ever extend any of that to Trump? We forgive as Christians. We extend grace 
to people who don't behave the way we want them to behave. That also includes the president. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. It's halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on The Patriot. Did you know Alliance Catholic Credit Union has everything you needed to manage your money? I did know that. Yeah, absolutely. They have a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, and a great mobile app. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes. The credit union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can join online in just minutes. When's a good time for the join? Is it right now, you think? Anytime. Yeah, right now at halftime. Just uh, go to AllianceCatholic.com and you can register to be a member. And you can also find out all those great programs, including financial literacy and how you can gain scholarships through their extensive programs in that direction as well. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA, big-time lead for Loyola here at halftime, 54-6. to What's been the key to that, Blake? Offensive efficiency, defensive stoutness. I mean, you look across the board, Loyola has played a near-perfect game. I want to start with the defense, though. That pass rush has disrupted any kind of game plan that Romulus could have put together. And that has given Loyola excellent field position for their offense. They barely run any plays, and and they're being efficient as well. But it starts with that defensive line. I think if there's a position group to give a player of the first half, position group of the first half, it's the front four for Loyola Bulldogs. Well, a lot of attention for Riverview Gabriel Richard is being paid to the game being played in Pontiac at Notre Dame Prep. It's not the Fighting Irish playing a former Catholic League school, but it is the Everest Collegiate Mountaineers who are on the road technically against Shrine, and that early on was a 20 to nothing lead. I know you talked to Tom Michelson earlier about his win yesterday. It was an impressive blowout victory. It was a 1 o'clock in that game as well versus Bishop Foley until they changed that late in that game. But after the break, we're going to talk with Tom Michelson and see what he had to say about that game and this weird season that has been here in the MHSAA and the CHSL. 54-6 to is the lead for the home Loyola Bulldogs here today at halftime when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. 
This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Welcome back to our Catholic High School League Game of the Week. It is halftime. We've got a special guest for you. My name is Blake Froling, and we're joined by Thomas Michelson. He's the head coach for Riverview Gabriel Richard. They had a huge win last night, 42-14 to over Bishop Foley. Coach, thanks so much for joining us here tonight. And tell us, first of all, just your overall impressions on, on that impressive win over an undefeated Bishop Foley team. What were some of the things that stood out to you? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I thought our offensive line was really good and controlling the line of scrimmage. We were able to do what we want um, out of some very basic formations, and our defense, our run defense made it impossible for them to run. Uh, we stuffed a few fourth-down conversions, which I think were influenced by uh, our success on special teams in uh, weeks past. And when they did actually punt it to us, we took one back in the third quarter. And I was really impressed with our kids' demeanor and uh, – their composure throughout the game. And we, we talked a lot about that this week, representing your family and your school. And the energy level they had on senior night was, was excellent throughout the game. And it was, for 99% of the time, very positive and towards building up their teammates. Now, if you're talking about energy, one guy who must have spent the most energy I've seen on quite some time on a football field was Nick Shahowski. Evaluate his performance on both sides of the ball because it seemed like he was in on every single big play you guys had. He was. Uh, anytime he touches the ball at any point, he's a threat to take it. Uh, I think the only mistake he made is he shanked a punt. But, you know, I think I attribute that to, you know, having to do almost everything. Um, he's a great kid. He's a he's all Catholic in basketball as well as a point guard as a sophomore. And I really think he's going to be an all-state candidate this year with his numbers. And that's not really a guy you want to throw at. Uh, he's a very humble kid. When there are mistakes made, he takes the coaching well and excited to see what he's going to do in the playoffs and beyond. And another guy that really stood out, your quarterback, Joe Wisniewski, even showed off the, the arm a little bit, had a nice scrambling touchdown pass in the second quarter. How would you evaluate his performance on Friday night? I thought Joe Wisniewski did a great job managing the game. We took what they gave us, which was the run. We threw enough, and he let his arm go and really kept them honest in the back. They couldn't bring all 11 into the box because he did show the ability to throw it over their heads. And, you know, we were plagued by a couple drops again, which has been characteristic all season since our leading receiver, who we thought would be our leading receiver, T.J. Lepesky, went down in the preseason. Uh, I'm sorry, he went down against Luther North for the year. Um, and so a really, really interesting took got some tough yards himself. And even got in there and made some tackles on defense. Now, you said when you were talking with Jeremy and I that everybody is just so many reps behind because of the truncated offseason. Do you think things maybe clicked for one of the first times this season where you really hit your stride and a lot of these guys achieve what you thought they could at the beginning of the year? Yeah, you know, our focus level was really good all week. The target was on them because, you know, since the Luther North game and we uh, 
our focus level was great, and we really wanted to put on a good performance for our home crowd because that was our second home game. And I uh, was real impressed with our performance. Uh, yeah, I think things are clicking, but you still have to remember where you're at and don't think you can go too fast because you can really put your kids in a tough situation again. So I would agree with that assessment. So now taking a step back, you're on to the championship game once more. What does it say about your program that you guys are able to get to the boys' bowl on such a consistent basis? I think it says that we're doing the right things um, in and out of the season. I think it says that we're getting a lot of our athletes out of our building to play football, and it's a good uh, it's a good reward for a good, tough season, and I think it shows that uh, the great thing about this prep bowl is you're playing another great team that maybe you haven't seen, and it really shows you some of the things you need to shore up for the state playoffs. And we're always excited to see your name on the screen on FSN Detroit and, and go into that part of the season as well. So what do you think needs to carry over or, or improve from Friday night to continue the success and make a deep playoff run? I think we need to limit our penalties a little bit. I think we still have a few too many penalties. Um, that's going to get us behind the sticks against some good teams, and then we need to improve. Our secondary needs to continue to improve, and our passing game needs to continue to improve. And even our offensive line, we can't get, we can't be satisfied um, and rest on our laurels, or we're going to find ourselves in a really tough spot. We're talking with Thomas Michelson, the head coach for the Gabriel Richard Pioneers, and Coach, we know these playoffs are going to be a little bit different than in past seasons. How can you prepare your play- players for such uncertainty they may be facing in these next couple of weeks? I think, I think honestly, there's more uncertainty this week. In the playoffs, if some team's out, they're out. There's no scheduling another game. If you're out, you're out, you're done. So I think there's more uncertainty this week. If something were to happen to us or our opponent, would we try to reschedule? What would we try to do? versus the state playoffs because the MHSAA said that it's a forfeit if a team's out because of COVID or whatnot, and I think it's pretty cut and dry. Um, and so, you know, we're resting today. We're going to watch the Everest Shrine game, have the Loyola game on the radio tonight, and uh, we'll worry about that when that comes, which is two Mondays from now. All right, Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on the win last night, and good luck next week in the Boys Bowl. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot, every Saturday until December 19th. We get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Hey everyone, Matt Corvass, Senior Mortgage Banker at Mitten Mortgage Lending and Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child. Here with our broker, Chris Sabonic. 
For this week's two-minute drill, we want to talk to you about taking advantage of the crazy low interest rates right now. We are at all-time lows. Rates have never been better. If you are even thinking about refinancing, now is the time. That's right. If you want some cash out for home improvements, need some extra cash for the holidays, want to shave years off your mortgage, lower your payment, now is the time to at least have a conversation with us. Five minutes on the phone with us might end up saving you thousands of dollars over the life of your loan, and you won't be paying any junk fees at all when you're working with us. If you're already pre-approved with another lender, shopping your pre-approval never hurt. Ask them about their lender fees. Mitten Mortgage Lending charges $0. That's right, $0 in junk fees. Paying several thousands of dollars or more in lender fees is money wasted. That is money that should stay in your pocket to help you furnish or paint your new home. With rates so low and $0 in junk fees, now is the time to act. If you're paying mortgage insurance, if you have an FHA loan, or if your rate doesn't start with a 2, call us. If a refinance isn't worth it, we're going to tell you. Give us a call today to see how we can help you with your home financing. We're going to put you in touch with one of our expert bankers who can help put together a plan for you. You can call or text us at 734-922-2252. That's 734-922-2252. Or you can find us online at mittenloans.com. Well, that wraps up the two-minute drill with Mitten Mortgage Lending here today. Be sure to reach out to them for your home financing needs, whether it be a refinance, a new home purchase, or just to get pre-approved for your new loan. Let the team at Mitten Mortgage Lending be on your team. You can reach out to them today at 734-922-2252 or visit mittenloans.com slash apply to get started. You can also research or read reviews on Google and Facebook. Second half getting closer and closer here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriots stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it. Bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news. All while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. Hello, friends. This is Luke Hammett, and I have some exciting news for you. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, choose News Talk Radio, then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. 
Alliance Catholic Credit Union has everything you need to manage your money, including a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, and a great mobile app. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes. The credit union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. That's AllianceCatholic.com. 54-6 to in favor of Loyola here at halftime, the second half kick when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season Right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. The second half starts next. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Now, let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth for the start of the second half. the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto with game analyst Blake Froling. 54 to 6, the lead for the home Loyola Bulldogs here today. 11.52. Turn on that clock as it runs before the play even starts just because we are in a running clock scenario here. Breaking out of a tackle to the 30-yard line here, the Bulldog. Back to midfield to the 40 on the other side to the 30 to the 20. And finally hampered out of bounds. That might be a face mask or a horse collar there as 11 Trenard Foster is brought down after a huge, huge return. And there's also a Romulus player down all the way back at the 32-yard line as well. Chenard Foster, what an explosive weapon. At this point, Romulus should just kick the ball out of bounds. It seems like anybody who touches it on a kick return is going to take it to the house for Loyola. John Kraft, I believe, is the man down the junior linebacker slash running back. Where's number 25 as the training staff attends to him? Everybody takes a knee on the field, and this is one of the only scenarios where the clock will stop. And actually, it's winding now with 10.47 to go. So they... Still attend to the down Romulus Eagle at the 32-yard line here. 54-6 to is the advantage for Loyola. They will have a 
first down and 10. Did you see where they spotted the ball, Blake? Is it around the 20-ish? Looks like he's standing at the 16-yard okay, line. Yeah, I see it now. Yep. Never want to see this. Hope he's all right. You know, these kickoffs, they say, are one of the most dangerous plays in football. Guys flying full speed down the field, and unfortunately these things happen. Just hope uh, he's all right. As they attend to him, we'll step aside. It's a 54-6 to lead for Loyola just underway, and the opening kickoff has commenced here in the second half. Check on the status of the downed eagle when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surrounddetroit.com. Surrounddetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. John Craftdown, it was number 26, Charles Kirksey, the 5'10", 165-pound wide receiver slash defensive back, the senior. And Kirksey was helped off by two members of the Romulus bench, kind of favoring his right side. Play continues as Loyola has a first down and 10 inside the 15-yard line just to push up the middle, and now there's a Loyola man down at around the 10-yard line here. 7.36 left to play in the second quarter, 50, or second, or third quarter, I beg your pardon. 54 to six the lead for Loyola. And now they look at the down Bulldog, and we will not speculate this time. Shouldn't have speculated the first time who the injured man was as they continue to look at him. Well, people ask me, what's a credit union? I tell them it's the same as a bank, but it's not there to make a profit. And you're not a customer, you're a member. With Lions Catholic Credit Union, members share the Catholic face. So in addition to having everything needed to manage your money, Lions Catholic does things like sponsor the Catholic High School League, provide scholarships for Catholic students, offer a free financial program to Catholic schools. Does your bank do that? Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can become a member online in just minutes. That's AllianceCatholic.com, federally insured by the NCUA. Well, with the spread being what it is through these two injury timeouts, they have continued to run the clock as instructed by the officials here tonight. 
That looks like 74 that was down. Charlton Cartwright for the Bulldogs. Good to see him hop off of his own part. Looks to be able to shake it off okay. I also saw Derek Harmon limp off the field as well on the same play. So a tough play for the Bulldogs. Hope both of them can come back. So second down and two as they do punch it into the center of the end zone. The Bulldogs able to score again. Was that 17? Deion Horton that time? Kamari Wright, actually, for the Bulldogs. So Kamari Wright able to scramble his way into the center of the end zone there to make it 60-6. to with 5.24 to go on the running clock here in the third quarter. Another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Henderson will attempt the extra point here. And it is good through the center of the uprights there. We've seen a couple extra points kicked. We've also seen a few two-point conversions tried. See that. Much going forward, you wouldn't think. It's now 61-6 to in favor of the Bulldogs. Well, offensive line enthusiasts will love this game and will love watching the film back for Loyola. They are putting on a clinic on how to open up these holes, make it easy for any running back that Loyola puts back there to just follow their blockers like a caravan into the end zone. Let's take a little bit of a different score on your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. The Catholic League Cross Country Championships were today. Catholic Central with a score of 48 took home the title. Brother Rice finishing in second, Divine Child in third, De La Salle in fourth, UD in fifth. So congratulations to the Shamrocks of Catholic Central, your 2020 cross-country champions in the Catholic League. Taking this kickoff is Paris Patterson as he moves across the 30 to the 35-yard line there. And that is where this... Offensive set will start again for Romulus. So we've seen both Antonio Gregory here today and Xavier Thomason at quarterback. It was Gregory that started. We thought that was going to be the case. And then Thomason came in a few series and drives down the line. And we've seen Gregory see some time back in. And he will start the second half at quarterback. 317 left to go in the third. It's 61 to 6 in favor of the Loyola Bulldogs here tonight. Two wide receivers left, one to the far side. And now communicating the play call here is Jamirian Claiborne over to his fellow wide receiver, Massey. He's wide left. He's been in the slot most of the night when he's played receiver here today. Scrambling, and it's going to be another sack back at the 30-yard line as the Bulldogs converged upon him like they really have all night long. Rakeem Boyer chasing him along with Rashawn Wells. And that's going to be a two-yard loss in the end for Romulus at second and 12. And not even the most athletic quarterback could, could avoid this rush because Loyola is doing a, such a great job of not only getting penetration up the middle but closing up the corners and just nowhere to go. 
226 and counting. It is a running clock scenario with the nearly 50-point lead for the Bulldogs here. Twins aside for the Eagles. High snap handles it well. Derek Harmon in the face and just slams him with one arm down to the turf at the 18-yard line. Boy, is he just a beast out there. On a one-and-a-half ankles, it looked like, too. He limped off a couple plays ago because he also plays on the offensive line. Shot out of a cannon. Derek Harmon has to be the player of the game, I think, just because of how much he has influenced this game defensively. Third down and 21. This football back all the way to the Eagles' 20-yard line here. They scrimmage right to left in the third quarter. Empty sets here for Antonio Gregory. Trips on either side with that extra tight end lined up to the right of the line. That's big number 72, Andre Grissom checking in. He's a guy that's kind of done everything over the last few years for this round of this offense. Screen pass left through the rifling hands of Shannon Brown, the sophomore target. Came in today with just one reception, and it will stay that way. Clock still moving at 103 and complete. It's a fourth and long, and they'll be forced to punt it away, pinned deep in their own territory here. You've got to be careful with the snap here. We've seen this come back to bite Romulus a couple times. They had their punt, uh, a fumble in the end zone, picked up for a touchdown by Loyola. They were going forward on fourth down in their own territory. A bad snap gave them a turnover on downs, a half to execute here. Aiden Nishaw again back to punt here for Romulus. Just hasn't been given time to punt away the football here today. There's been Bulldogs rushing in his face nearly every long snap, which haven't been perfect, as Blake mentioned. Foster and Henderson back deep for the Bulldogs, five yards apart at the 45 and the 40. Shifting back to take this is Henderson. He's already returned one deep and around this territory. Finds a burst of speed to the right side. Now cuts to the middle around the numbers at the 20-yard line to the 10, and he finds the pylon again here on the near side. Henderson with a splash before the end of this third quarter, and the Bulldogs score again. It's 67-6. Whoa, that was fast. Marquise Henderson hesitated a little bit at midfield, waited for his blocker, planted that right foot, and that's 4-4 speed right there. That was legit down the near sideline. 67-6, the Loyola lead. The clock has struck zeros here in the third quarter. And I think the officials are signaling to put 12 minutes on the clock to start the fourth quarter as well. We'll tell you the result of the extra point when we get back here on the Patriot. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere, the Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University 
and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Before the break, the extra point was good by the Loyola Bulldogs. It's now 68-6 to in front of them, and they decided to put 12 minutes on the clock to start the fourth quarter as the third kind of expired before that extra point. So Loyola is able to kick this off to the 30-yard line here, scrambling back to the 35 and up to the 37-yard line. The Bulldogs have been up all night. Quick first three touchdowns, two of them being on special teams. Now the offense getting their fair share, although that last one was returned again by Marquise Henderson. There's a reason why he's listed as athlete on the roster, huh? <laughs> I think that's the most accurate description <laughs> for him. That play summarized it. Him and his brother Marque- Marquez, two seniors on this Loyola team. Clock winding down to 924, 68-6, the Loyola lead here. Romulus just trying to salvage some points on the board. Every other game for them has been close so far this season. They won a game week one versus Annapolis and one versus Dearborn Heights for Obishon week four, 26-16. Wanted to see this Loyola passing attack, but they really haven't seen much of that just because they've been in control. And what an excellent matchup this is going to provide next week the high-powered offense for Loyola against the stout defense for Catholic Central the Shamrocks haven't allowed more than 12 points in a game all season and we kind of discussed this yesterday as the Eagles roll out of bounds it's going to be a two-yard loss as Antonio Gregory just kept the ball second down and 12 pick that thought up after this play two wide receivers aside he'll take the snap with 824 left on the clock fades back on the shotgun Moves forward, evading a couple sacks originally, but able to hop on top of him in the end is Kirion Davis. The only thing that you worry about, and given Loyola has a roster of 39, so that's still pretty good for a school of 150, and it's up a little bit from where they have been in the past. But some of these guys go both ways. So for a team like the Shamrocks, who are a little bit more specialized usually and they're just as deep as ever. I mean, they, they've got a really big roster this year under Dan Anderson. So that's the only thing you kind of think, mm, you know, how, how is that going to stack up? Obviously, maybe a, a few bigger bodies um, for Catholic Central. But still, it's it's going to be an intriguing matchup next week. I'm right there with you. Well, I think Kevin Rogers said it. He wants depth, not numbers. Sure. And another swallowing sack. The football back to the 23-yard line. Everybody on this defense really contributing in chunks. 
Chris Frazier and Hill are in on that stop. 7-10 left to play here in the fourth. It's 68 to six, and that's gonna signal fourth and very long again for the Eagles as they just look to go for it here. Shotgun snap can be taken by Antonio Gregory. Actually, that's uh, Thomason in there now for this fourth down play. Thomason just going to run it. He's across the 20, up to the 25, to the 26-yard line, not even getting to the original line of scrimmage. So that's going to be a turnover on downs as Loyola takes it back. So the Bulldogs are going to start this season 5-0. and And for a program that perennially has been very good, this is a big stride, though, Blake, because you look at 2019. I mean, they lost to Cass City six to nothing in the regional, but that was a situation where they kind of snuck in the playoffs and had an overall record of six and five. The year before, in 2018, they lost to a very good Madison Heights Madison team, 38 to nothing in the district final. You look at years one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row where they missed the playoffs. I mean. Going back to our high school days, mm -hmm. which isn't that long ago, <laughs> uh, given, but this was a, a team that was looking to reach Ford Field perennially. They just haven't been to that scenario in a while. Well, from 2011 to 2016, Loyola 72 and nine, three finals losses. They have the win, regional and a semifinal. Scored 3,200 points. Outscored their opponents 3,200 to 835. That was pure dominance, but in the last three seasons, just 500. Second down to nine as the Bulldogs are able to gain a first down along the left edge here, taking it back in great field position at the 20-yard line. 5.03 left to play here in this fourth quarter. I was looking this up. You don't see 68 points very often. When was the last time Loyola hit that mark? What do you got? 2014. They scored 70 and 71 in that season. 70 to 6 win over Divine Child, October 24, 2014, and a 71 to nothing win that season as well. They're getting close to 71 here. It's a second down and six with 424 remaining here in the fourth. 68 to six, the lead for the Bulldogs. So four o'clock game against Catholic Central in the prep bowl, wherever those games may be. It has not been released by the Catholic League thus far. Keeping it on the ground is Antonio Gregory as he fights for some yards along the left side. He's close to a first down, but is going to be shy. And that's going to bring up a third and three as this game nears close. Right side rush, they're going to be short of a first down. The ball does pop out. And they said that was after his knee was down. So he's going to lose a yard on the play. It's going to be 
fourth and four, that was Frazier who took that football. 3-18 separating us from the end of this game here. Shannon Brown, nice pursuit on that play. Didn't give up despite the score. You love that effort, and the coaches, I'm sure, will point it out when they watch the film. Time to name our student connection player of the game. Uniquely designed for success, any subject, any grade, anywhere. What do you think today? Wow. I mean, if if you're just going on explosive plays, it's got to be Marquise Henderson. A kick return for a touchdown for 75 yards. A punt return for 60 yards. As another touchdown on the field. Marquez Henderson this time trying to get into the statue but i think it has to be marquise henderson a close second defensively Derek harman just he blew up just about every play he was in so they will get that 73 70 point threshold here tonight 74 to 6 is the lead for the loyola bulldogs that was your student connection player of the game uniquely designed for success any subject any grade anywhere Waiting the extra point. That was another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. The extra point is up and no good as it circles through the bottom bar. Also want to take a look at our Mint Mortgage lending keys to the second half of the season and the playoffs, I guess you could say, going forward here for the Loyola Bulldogs. Mint Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think, Blake? Well, the passing attack has been so strong, and it, it's really unfair. We haven't seen too much of the ground game. I was really interested to see uh, what they were able to do. They've got a couple guys out of the backfield, Kamari Wright, Braylon McDonald, that are very explosive, but they haven't really needed to be used. So Anthony Garrett received some high, high, high praise from his coach, Kevin Rogers, and I don't know, Jeremy, He's pretty close to delivering to that. Want him to continue to get smarter during this season. Just trying to learn the philosophy of this new offense because they were a running-based offense. He threw the ball just 20 times last year. Came into play today with nearly 100 throws. I'm not sure he's even going to get to that mark he, here today. Four throws, three touchdowns. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty efficient. So I think he'll take that game to 100 <laughs> today. I mean, he'll get to it next week. Right. <laughs> You're listening to the Catholic League football game of the week here on WGTK Detroit as we hit the top of the hour at 74-6 in favor of the Loyola Bulldogs. One or two plays left in this game as the kickoff is taken on the far side by Romulus. They're able to get back to around the 40-yard line of play. So two games again. Fingers crossed for you next week as long as everything works schedules-wise. For us here at the Patriot and the Catholic League, we'll carry a Friday, and then we'll carry that second game in the Prep Bowl, 4 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. So some good stuff there. We'll talk about that more when we get back. 74-6, to the win for the home Loyola Bulldogs here today. They're 5-0 and to start this season. One game left next week. It's a big one versus Catholic Central here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, and Siena Heights University. 
There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Stay tuned for the post-game show next on The Patriot. Mike Gallagher asks the tough questions. When they talk about love and the tenets of Christianity, spirituality, forgiveness, grace, why don't these never-Trumpers ever extend any of that to Trump? We forgive as Christians. We extend grace to people who don't behave the way we want them to behave. That also includes the president. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Get your Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard report. Some big games yesterday in terms of implications. Teams staying undefeated. Brother Rice not in line to make a prep bowl spot. They've known that for a few weeks now, but they are looking good. Four and one as they got a big win over Lapeer, a team that was three and one coming into that game. Forty-two to seven yesterday. That's wins over Orchard Lake, Bloomfield Hills, and Lapeer. In the last three weeks, Devine Chow got their first win of the season. They're now 1-4 and four with a 42-17 final over Cranbrook. That's a team who needs to play either this week or next week to qualify for that four-game mark for the state playoffs. Lutheran North got their third win of the year over the 500 mark with a win over a team that's not gotten a win so far this year. Adrian 21-6, the final in that one. De La Salle beat Harper Woods 29-8. That's a much-needed victory for the Pilots. Two and three, who knows? Look out for them to make some noise in what should be a pretty easy district for them in the Warren area overall. Cabrini picks up their second win of the year as they move to two and three with a 29-0 shutout win over Our Lady of the Lakes. Churchill had a 24-20 win over Lavonia Stevenson yesterday at last tech. Shrine was still up or still down 20 to nothing versus Everest Collegiate. That's a huge game in the Catholic League in terms of getting that second prep bowl spot. I'm trying to check that uh, score as soon as we can here. Cast Tech got a big win over King this afternoon, 41-19. That was a final in the PSL championship in Cardinal Mooney falling to Parkway Christian, 48-28. to Your final score in this one, 74 to six in favor of the Loyola Bulldogs. Just an overall domination, offensive, defensively, and special teams. 
Rodgers talked about it. Special teams was the big thing for this team as well. He said, hey, I'm an offensive guru type coach, but the special teams have been even better than anything so far this year, and that improved even more so here tonight. Yeah, he said uh, if you came out to one of their practices, you'd see them mostly practicing those special teams plays, and it really paid off here because you could have the best return man in the world. You can have Devin Hester back there, but if you don't have any blockers and you don't execute and and play sound special teams, he's not going to be able to go anywhere. And so they they had those couple touchdown runs for a reason because they practice it. They were disciplined. That was that was the most dominant special teams performance I think we've seen in quite some time. Well, people ask me, what's a credit union? I tell them the same as a bank, but it's not there to make a profit. And you're a customer, not a member. With a or you're not a customer, you are a member. Sorry about that. With Alliance Catholic Credit Union members share the Catholic faith. So in addition to having everything needed to manage your money, Alliance Catholic does things like sponsor the Catholic High School League, provide scholarships for Catholic students, offer a free financial literacy program to Catholic schools. Does your bank do that? Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can become a member online in just minutes. That's Alliance Catholic. Federally insured by the NCUA, Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. More postgame when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, the Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show continues next. Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show continues next. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold.
back with you. Say hi at top Bishop Foley Stadium, but we're pretty close to uh, <laughs> the field here today. That's kind of what makes this field a little bit different, but a big-time win for the Loyola Bulldogs here today over the Romulus Eagles, 74-6, to remaining undefeated and going that way into a tough matchup next week versus Catholic Central. Two very good quarterbacks will go against each other. Declan Bile, who's emerging in the Catholic League, and I guess you could put Garrett in that same emerging category because he's a guy who really didn't throw all too much last year just because of the offensive design that John Callahan was running, as he always has here at Loyola. But a new regime has changed things up, and Rodgers wants to throw it when it's not a game like this, I guess you could say. Well, you could see why he wants to throw it. The poise in the pocket for Anthony Garrett and he has got incredible arm strength. A couple of throws he made across the field. Uh, he did not sail anything to his receiver. Everything he threw tonight was on a line, perfect spiral into traffic. No problem for Anthony Garrett. You could see why he's completing 76% of his passes on the season and just one interception compared to 10 touchdowns. So he was incredibly impressive and the good thing for Loyola is they didn't really have to pull out any tricks to, to beat Romulus. They didn't have to show much on film for Catholic Central, so maybe they could have a couple more wrinkles in store for next week. Two games for us next week. Again, follow uh, at, at Patriot Detroit on social media, PatriotDetroit.com, and certainly our... Uh, CHSL WDTK handle as well on Twitter to see what the updates are. I mean, it really is a week-by-week -week thing for us. We plan to cover the 4 o'clock game of the prep poll next week with a little bit of confirmation to do on that with a 3.30 pregame. And we plan to do a Friday game as well. But that matchup TBA is everybody figures out who they're playing now that they know who's qualified for the prep poll, who's not. One more game, still left to decide that. Shrine and Everest wasn't able to get a... a up-to-date score it was 21 nothing at last check in favor of the Everest Mountaineers via your Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard we thank all of you for tuning in here tonight for our on-site engineer Marcus Burns our studio producer Brian Valeski my broadcast partner here tonight Blake Froling I'm Jeremy Otto for now we'll send you back to our WDTK studios in Ferndale to the Eric Metaxas show already in progress been listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Follow us on Twitter for updates and upcoming games at CHSL on WDTK. Stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.